Hello everyone, welcome to Soulmates Podcast. I'm Emily. And I'm Rachel. And today we are going to be talking about underrated K-pop girl groups. You guys know that we are girl group stands first and foremost. Yeah, and there are honestly a few groups that are in the spotlight now, but we really feel like there are a lot of other groups that you may not know about that may be releasing music that you'll actually like. So we're going to spotlight a few of them today, and we will highlight their talents with one or two songs to kind of give you a taste of what they sound like, so you can make your decision of whether you'd like to listen to them. Yeah, and with K-pop becoming more popular than ever, the market is more saturated than ever, and really talented groups can kind of fall to the bottom if they're not at a super large company like SM, YG, JYP. Mm -hmm. Even some girls in like middle-tier companies, they just don't have the promotional funds to really push them to get a boost. You know, we like to think that the cream kind of rises, and sometimes that is true, But for pop music, you really do need the correct promotion materials and backing to help your star rise. Yeah, for sure. Because a lot of the groups that we're going to cover, they're extremely talented. Just as talented as groups like Red Velvet, Twice, even way back into Girls' Generation. They're just as talented as those girls. They just don't have companies with the money to promote them the way that they should be promoted to be successful. Right. So our first girl group that we're going to spotlight is Hashtag. Yes, Hashtag. And it's stylized a couple different ways, but if you just write Hashtag, you'll be able to find them. Hashtag (laughs) K-pop. Yes. Don't use the number sign. (laughs) Yeah. They are a seven-member girl group under LUK Factory label. And they debuted October 11th, 2017 with their first mini album, The Girl Next Door. So they've been around, you know, like a couple years now. Yeah, almost two years. And we really haven't heard much about them until I was, you know, just digging through YouTube. And I was like, who's this? Yeah, I hadn't heard of them either until we started doing the roundup. And I really had to be with my thumb on the pulse of what was being released when. And the latest song they came out with is called uh, Freezem. And it sounds a lot different from what they've been releasing before, now that we've been able to go back and listen to their discography. But if they continue to go in that direction, I think they will be more successful because that sound is very rare. So I guess I'll insert a clip of Freezem here. I really enjoyed Freesome. The music video for it was very sparse. It's them dancing in a warehouse. Yeah. And I mean, larger companies have gotten away with that too. But I could tell that there really was not a lot of budget with this, but the song is really good. The song is very good. And they have another song called Hugh, which I also liked. Both 
both music videos were pretty sparse on the budget. Yet, we still enjoyed them, because it was a good song. They're cute. They're good at dancing. Yeah, for sure. So their concept, you could say, is that each member has a representative hashtag that they have, and it ranges from everything being uh, hashtag sad to things like hashtag cranky, hashtag happy, hashtag loud, which I think is funny. When I saw someone was hashtag sad, I was like, oof. <laughs> they said, girl. <laughs> yeah. It reminds me of Luna in that every girl has like a power color and an animal. Yeah. But these girls have hashtags. And the leader of this group is the Jong, and she is, according to K-pop Wikipedia, the leader, main dancer, main rapper, vocalist, and the visual. She does a lot. And she's hashtag sentimental. The lead vocalist is Hyunji, and she's hashtag sad. And then the lead dancer slash vocalist is Sua, and she's hashtag happy. And we have Subin and Sungmin, and they're both main vocalists. And Subin is the lead dancer, and she's hashtag loud. And the other one is hashtag sensitive. Sojin and IG are both vocalists. Sojin is hashtag cranky. And the youngest one, she's hashtag happy. So, take that with what you will. It's yeah. a lot of hashtags. I think that concept is cute with a name like hashtag. They might as well do something like that. And I'm interested to see what else they're going to come out with. But you got to show them support. Show me support! Because otherwise, they will fade into obscurity like so many girl groups do. Especially now, as we discussed in previous episodes, that we are really in kind of the peak of a wave of music releases and new groups coming out. You have to support the ones that you like, otherwise they will fall to the bottom. Honestly, yeah. So another group we're going to spotlight is Elris, and that is a five-member girl group under Who News Entertainment. They also debuted in 2017 on June 1st with their first mini-album, We First. And they actually have three mini-albums, so they've been steadily releasing music. So, Emily, if you could classify Elris's sound, how would you classify what they sound like? If Pastel had a sound? <laughs> yeah, I would say so. I, I would classify them as, a you know, we always say bubblegum pop. But I feel like it's not bubblegum. I feel like it's, like, a soft pop. Do you, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like bubblegum might be too in your face. <laughs> they're, yeah. they're very, very cute. I would say subdued, almost. Yeah, they're very, like, cute and demure. Yeah. They're not, like, cute and poppy. I would say their songs, because bubblegum pop can be really upbeat and high tempo, their stuff is not like that. But they do have uh, really beautiful voices and a good sound, too. So I would definitely say that, yeah, like, pastel pop, if we could call it yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pastel pop is a good term. And whoever is styling them sticks very consistently with putting them in clothing that's, like, very normal looking. It's not like mm -hmm. they're wearing a million layers. They're just kind of wearing, like, tennis skirts and, and cute, like, t-shirts and baby doll tees and stuff. And it's all very light and pastel and kind of looks like an idealized, like, Seventeen magazine spread. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Just, like... Hanging with my friends, we're going to the beach, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I would say the song that really encapsulates both their visuals with the music video and their sound with the song is their song, Summer Dream. 
if you're looking for a summer song, <laughs> it's in the title. Yeah. In their We First music video, they kind of have like a little intro where you can see the girls and they have their names, which I was like, okay, great. Now I know who they are. I'm ready for the music. I thought that was a good primer. You know, instead of releasing a million like short little clips of teasers, which companies do nowadays, they'll release like, you know, like a 15 second teaser of just one girl and they're like, this is this girl. And yeah. look at her pose. I like that it was like, okay, three seconds. That is her name. Okay. Yeah. Like, I know who they are. They're very distinctive looking. I'm not confusing them. They all have different hair colors. Like, okay, great. I know who you are, and I know who you are, and I know who you are. Mm-hmm. And there's not so many members that you're like, what, what, what's going on? Yeah, they have only five members, so it's pretty easy to keep track of who's who. So if you like some good old-fashioned pastel pop... If you miss the O era of Girls' Generation, I think it sounds similar to that. Yeah, so check them out. So this group is probably the most well-known, I would think, of all the girl groups that we're going to mention, but they are still underrated, and it is a fucking shame. Dia. We love Dia. I love Dia. I've been obsessed with this group ever since I heard Woo Woo by Dia. Not Wawa. Woo woo. It was their summer song, I think, from last year. It goes off. Like, it is such a good song. It always, like, puts me in the mood to, like, be happy during the summertime. So I really think they're a good group. Their latest release was Wawa, and that was awesome, too. Oh, Wawa. So good. I listen to that on the daily. Like, so Dia is actually short for Diamond. Um, and then they have a backronym where they're like, actually, it's do it amazing. You know, love those backronyms. <laughs> <laughs> they're managed by MBK Entertainment and there are eight members. Eunice, Juan, Hyun, Jenny, Yebin, Cheyen, Unche, and Songyi. And they officially debuted on September 17th, 2015. So they have been around yes. for a while. And on March 19th, 2019, Dia released their fifth mini album titled Neutro. Y'all need to listen to that. It is fire. I love that EP. It is so underrated. I don't get why people are not talking about Wawa. It's so good. So we're going to force you to listen to Wawa here. Don't you just love that 90s, like, nostalgia feel? It just feels so good. It, it feels like I'm in Dance Dance Revolution. Yes. Yes. I just love that super hard synth. It, it just, it sounds so good to me. I don't, maybe we were just like 90s babies. 90s baby babies. <laughs> did you have another song you wanted to play too? Or did you want to play Woo Woo? Woo Woo. Consensus. So here's Woo Woo, another freaking banger. So that's a contrast to Wawa for sure, which means that they are 
multifaceted in a way that they can sound. I love Dia. I think they're really talented. I can't wait to hear more from them. You know, they debuted in 2015, and they haven't really gotten a foothold yet, but I feel like Wawa has probably been their most popular song. Yeah, and I feel like they're not being promoted the way that they should be promoted, that they're obviously super talented and have talent in producers helping them, Mm -hmm. but they're just not reaching the audience that they need to. So it's everyone's homework to go to Spotify and listen to their most popular songs. You will not be disappointed. Just go down the list. I was cleaning my living room one day and I just decided to put it on. And I was pop, lock, and dropping it while <laughs> I was cleaning my living room. I remember pop, locking, and dropping it in middle school. <laughs> As you do. Oh, God. Don't let them know that we're old. <laughs> so everyone check out Dia. D-I-A. The next group we are going to highlight is Hot Place, and we've actually talked about them briefly on one of the K-pop roundups. Yeah, so Hot Place is really cool because they are a rebranded group. So they used to be known as Bad Kids, all one word, and now they've rebranded as Hot Place. They are owned by Zoo Entertainment, and they debuted all the way back in 2014. Remember, they rebranded, so they've been around for a while. They had a gazillion former members. 15 in total. And I really like that they've rebranded because now they sound a lot different. And I feel like with less members, I feel like they only have four members. They do. Left now. So with four members, they can really focus on those four members, promote them, and let their personalities shine through in the songs. So I definitely like Hot Place. They're older ladies, but they get it done. One thing I really like about the group's aesthetic is that there, of course, is one girl who has really short hair, who's, like, a little bit tomboy mm-hmm. She's so cute. <laughs> Love it. And she's the rapper, and she is very serious about rapping. Yes. Like, you know, like, sometimes for girl group, rappers can be, like, a little whiny, or they can be good at rapping, but they're still, like... I'm a cute girl. Hey. Yeah. No, this girl is like, out of my way, out of my way. <laughs> She's so good. And I feel like the rap breakdowns in Hot Places' uh, recently released EP are really good. Mm-hmm. TMI is their latest music video. It was like kind of, I guess, their debut as Hot Place. Yeah. So let's listen to that right now. So, another 90s nostalgia-inspired banger. Love that. It's like hard style, but also 90s. It's like if Initial D had a baby with a DDR song, and then had a baby with a song from, like, this year. God bless. Yeah, they. I feel like TMI perfectly blends... Old school with new school. Yeah, and I think it's really cool because that's what they are. I know, exactly. Yeah, they're they're an old group that has rebranded and is breaking into the scene again. So I thought that was a really smart move for them to do that. So again, off the same EP that they just released, their debut EP, they have Kill You. So let's listen to Kill You as we try not to kill each other. (laughs) 
너 같은 걸 사랑한다 말아 내가 죄 꼴도 보기 싫으니까 두번 말하네 Out of my way, out of my way 널 달려봤던 no way I'ma kill you 사라져버리게 out of my way, out of my way I'ma kill you 사라져버리게 out of my way, out of my way Kill you inside So that is a lot more hip-hop inspired And it really focuses on the rapper who I love. <laughs> so they're re- I feel like they're playing to the strengths of the members that they have left that they can actually focus on. Yes. And visually as a group, I feel like it's really strong. Yeah. And I mean, we've said this time and time again, but while we understand why a group might have nine members, if you have less members, you can focus more on those members and market those members. And it almost forms a more cohesive, stronger group when you aren't like, oh, it's this group of girls. Oh, wait. And then there's these two. And then these two also, you can focus more on those group members that you have left. Yeah. And I feel like nowadays, we're not getting subunits like we used to. No. In like 2013, we were getting a lot of subunits, mm-hmm. which is the point of having a group with more than five members. Right. So you can have a subunit of three girls, of four girls, if it's a really large group of five girls. And you can release more music and give others time to go on dramas or take a break or go to school or something. But we're really not seeing that. We're seeing yeah. large member groups and then they just disband. Yeah, I feel like subunits are really going out of style. I feel like the only group that is successfully doing subunits is NCT, and that's because they pretty much release only within their subunits. Yeah, for the most part. I just, I'm waiting for the next Orange Caramel. Mm Mm-hmm. Or just like a group. I am such a sucker for groups with three members. You know that we love perfume. You know, we love Orange Caramel. Where is the next three-member girl group? To fulfill all my dreams. Where are they? I want it to be Jessie, Hyanna, and Seattle. <laughs> That's like a super group. That would be a, ma- <laughs> a oh super my- group. Okay, everyone, prayer circles. Please. <laughs> everyone prayer- hold hands. <laughs> everyone hold hands and we're going to will it into existence. <laughs> CL will leave YG Entertainment and go to P Nation. And they will release a track. The three of them together. Now everyone pray. And everyone's faces will melt off, because that's how good it would be. Yeah. (laughs) So the next group we're going to cover is Neon Punch. And you've probably heard us talk about this recently, because they did come out with an album earlier this year. Now, Neon Punch is formed by A100 Entertainment, which I believe is a fairly small label. And the group consists of only five members. Their names are Dayan, Dohi, Beka, May, and Ayaan. They debuted just last year. They are coming up on their year anniversary, June 27th, 2018, with their first mini album, Moonlight. So they first released Moonlight, and it is a straight up banger. Let's listen to it now. I love that song. It's a really great song. It was a great start for them, but I just feel like it was a good start, but then nobody listened to it. Yeah. Like, it was 
it is such an earworm. The chorus is such an earworm. And literally all of my friends who like K-pop, they didn't know who this was. Yeah, I really didn't know who Neon Punch was either until they released that album in January, their Watch Out album. And that's what really got me into them, uh, listening to the song TikTok. Let's actually listen to that now. I like that song too. Yeah, I really like their sound. It's very kind of retro funk. Pop. Very, <laughs> it is very retro inspired. The music video for TikTok had a lot of like retro checkerboard patterns. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like that the two music videos they have released, there is a lot of budget in those. Yeah. They haven't been releasing a whole lot. I mean, it's really only been two, but those two songs are incredible. Mm-hmm. And they have some B-sides, which are all right, but the lead singles are definitely, in my opinion, like, A+. Yeah, for sure. I really hope they keep releasing stuff. They've only been out for a year, so I'm really crossing my fingers that they will continue to pump out good songs and that they will be more popular. If you like retro sound, like, I wouldn't say they're as retro as crayon pop, but adjacent to that, then you will like Neon Punch. That's a really good comparison. I miss crayon pop so much. Mm-hmm. We miss you girls. Please come back. Yeah. Even though we know you're never coming back. Yeah. And it sucks because they never, like, officially disbanded. They're just, like, in limbo forever. Just in the ether. Kind of like FX. Yep. Even though FX is getting a concert. A concert. (laughs) They ask you how you are, you just have to say that you're fine. When you're not really fine, but you just can't get into it because they would never understand. So, our last group that we are going to highlight is another one of the somewhat better-known ones, but still underrated. It is Cosmic Girls, or WJSN, as they are sometimes known as. It's actually a South Korean Chinese girl group formed by two entertainment companies, Starship Entertainment and Yuhua Entertainment. And I thought that was really neat that it's a collaborative effort. Yeah, I didn't know that about them. They debuted February 25th in 2016, with the EP, Would You Like, and it had 12 members when they debuted. And the the group is kind of like NCT in a way, where they're divided into units, Mm. where they have the Wonder Unit, the Joy Unit, the Sweet Unit, and the Natural Unit. But I feel like, unlike NCT, where it's kind of focused on skill, this is kind of focused on looks. (laughs) Yeah, and it's kind of odd that they split them up, because they're only a nine-member group. And while that seems like a lot of girls, having four subunits seems like a lot to me. Well, they started with 12. Oh, okay. Okay. That makes more sense. Yeah, they started with 12, and then some left. <laughs> and now it's nine. Much more manageable, I think. Yes. So their music is straight up bubblegum pop. Yes. No other way to describe it. It's very sweet. It's very light. It's very energetic. I feel like that's where they differ from a pastel pop sound. Pastel pop is just very sweet and sincere, but there's no, like, energy really behind it. It's just kind of very slow, calm, like honey. Whereas bubblegum pop is very energetic. Energetic and sweet at the same time. Their latest release is a summer song, but you definitely get the bubblegum pop aspect of it. 
Their latest release is Boogie Up. I really do like Boogie Up. It made me feel happy and ready for summer, even though it's been raining every day in Gainesville. Rainsville. Sometimes we just gotta get away, even if it's only in our minds, Rachel. Yeah. They ask you how you are, you just have to say that you're fine, when you're not really fine, but you just can't get into it because they would never understand. Boogie Up is actually a good road tripping song, I feel like. Yeah. Kyle really likes their song Secret. We'll play that now just for Kyle. was a good song too but they actually have quite a few songs out yes they have many songs and i think the strongest thing about them is really their concept or their theme of being cosmic girls it's very like we are alien space goddesses and we like stars and being cute essentially like we are goddesses sent from above yeah and we're here to bring you pop yeah <laughs> but less edgy yes <laughs> more like like we come in peace they're like space fairies that that's a good yes exactly they are space fairies yeah very sweet very very sweet space fairies mm -hmm. lots of pixie dust yes <laughs> so those are our underrated girl groups give them all a listen especially on spotify you'd be surprised how much spotify numbers count also give their videos some views because music video view count is extremely important to South Korean companies, even though I feel like people can kind of cheat the system on that by setting up a bot to refresh a page. For sure. But yeah, those are still important. So just remember that if you like a group and they're not really getting a lot of views, maybe just like send the video to a friend and be like, they're good. Word of mouth. For sure. And we will have a Spotify playlist with all these songs and a YouTube playlist if I can remember. And I will link those on our Facebook page and possibly also in the description of this podcast. Before we do our K-pop recommendations, I just want to also shout out our coffee account where you guys can leave us a tip if you like the episode. You can leave it pretty much in any dollar amount. We are saving up for a soundboard and we are 51 percent of the way there and if you could donate that would be really awesome and we would love your support please help us <laughs> yes uh, every little bit counts i believe the minimum you can donate on coffee is three dollars so if you like us while you're drinking a starbucks drink it's less than that so yeah we'd really appreciate it or if you can't donate maybe send the link to a friend or share it on facebook or something but we're trying to invest more into our podcast. We love it. So we've been doing it weekly now since February. Yep. Crazy. It's almost July. Yep. We're doing it. Going We're doing strong. it. We're doing it. <laughs> but we can't do it without your help. So please consider donating or sharing. And we would love you forever. Yeah. 
So let's get into our weekly recommendations. Rachel, what is your weekly rec? My weekly rec is Be New by BB. My weekly recommendation is Me by CLC. Love you, bitches. Hell yeah, that's a good song. <laughs> that is a good song. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. You can find Soulmates Podcast on Facebook, facebook.com slash soulmatespodcast. You can find us on Tumblr at soulmatespodcast.tumblr.com. You can find us on Instagram at soulmatespodcast. You can find us on YouTube, lots of travel videos there at soulmatespodcast. You can send us an email at soulmatespodcast at gmail.com. And you can find us wherever you find podcasts. We're actually switching podcast handlers very soon so that we will be on Spotify also. But you can find us on Pocket Cast, Stitcher, Podbean, iTunes, wherever you normally find podcasts. Yes, right now we're being hosted on Podbean, but that will be changing as soon as our, I guess, not a lease, but our subscription runs out. Yes. And we will be switching to Anchor, which will hopefully... Get us onto Spotify. One of our goals. Woo! Within reach. Yes. <laughs> Thank you guys so much, and we'll see you next Friday. Bye. Bye.